0: So I was telling Maya today, um, I really hope that this game is at least interesting, even though it's going to be bad football, and I'm not watching Shit's Creek in the second quarter. But I know it's going to be atrocious. Wait, what? Like I told her, basically, I hope the game is at least. Oh, you hope you're not watching Shit's Creek? Oh yeah, my god, yeah, yeah, my yeah. brain got. I thought you told her that you weren't going to be, and I was like, that okay. <laughs> Congratulations! I'm not going to be running a marathon during the second half. <laughs> You don't know. You don't know what you're gonna do, man. That's a really good point. I, I have don't know. No idea. everybody and welcome to episode 40 of the quarter life crisis podcast i am your host hunty the only guy with a masters who won't be able to help his kids with math homework after the second grade uh, along with me today as always is your wonderful and favorite co-host d rec founder of the first ever tall people anonymous support group Derek, how you doing today dude did you see did you watch tall girl on um on netflix i did not there's a scene, because the girl's really sad that she's tall, and her dad's trying to help her like get over it, and there's a scene where they have a tall women's support group at their house. I'm oh my not God. making that up. That's amazing. It's the I worst so. movie ever. But anyways, I'm doing good. Dude, episode 40, uh, also known in the in, uh, to the Romans as, uh, as episode XL, so that's yeah. the title of this episode. <laughs> Thank you to the Romans. Thanks to the Romans. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, when you're really sad about being tall, Derek, you just got to put a beer back. So what are you drinking? Uh, I raided our fridge again, and I had found a Southern Tier Brewing eight days a week. Ooh, um, I haven't. Have you had that on the podcast? Because I haven't. It, I think I did. I don't did you? You, we've had so many Southern Tier in the last yeah. few weeks. Um, I, don't, I definitely drank it. but I don't Also, never had it, had it so this will be interesting. It's, I don't usually. I'm not usually huge not on blondes, but yeah, it's it's a pretty standard blonde. It's fine. Yeah, um, I have a Ellicottville. So I'm going to preface this by saying that uh, I I'm making my one uh, this year. I am allowing the the Christmas season to start early because the world needs a little bit of hope. I'm fine yeah. with it. So You're I allowing got- it. Oh, thank guys, guys, we got permission. You're welcome, we permission. thanks. <laughs> I, I won't yell at you about it, but I went and found a a, a wintry Christmassy beer at the at the grocery store. Um, it's an Ellicottville Brewing Company. Ski bum is what it's called. That's the like ski bum, um, nice. and it is a seasonal auburn color, crisp and hoppy ale. So I'm That's, excited. That to was you. a lot of that was a lot of um, buzzwords there. That just tastes like normal beer. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Um, all right, we got some stuff. Which, to talk which is honestly a, this standard compliment you can give a beer if it tastes yeah, like I mean, beer. It's good. Good beer. Six percent. It'll do something. We're happy. Um, we got some stuff to talk about today, Derek. So as you I told me. That, I know that we normally talk about movies in terms of like ranking them and giving them our opinions on why they're good or not. Um, what I want to do today, though, is take some movies out or take some movies that take them out of conversations they shouldn't have been in in the first place. So what I mean by that is I'm going to share my screen so you can yeah. see. I think I'm following, but some explanations last, get me needed. The last five years, let me expand this. In the last five years, um, they, I I collected all of the Best Picture nominees, including the one, the the movie that won, we're going to go through is go through each set of these movies and decide which one doesn't belong in that conversation at all. Now, some of these I recognize we haven't seen, um, but based on, I mean, I've seen a decent amount of these to know that like some of them that are kind of quirky and out there probably have merit because those are usually better movies. They're just artistically good or something. I have some opinions. Well, whatever. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, I'm, I'm reading oh, down. I'm list. reading down the no. Not to yeah, yeah, what yeah. you just said. I'm reading down the list, and I'm like, ooh, can't wait to talk to us about some yeah, of these. Exactly. There's a couple of years on here that are just going to be no brainers. We know exactly. Like 2016, you know exactly what we're going to say. But yeah. um, let's just go right through it. So in the year, t- the year. T- obviously, we can't do 2020 because it didn't happen. Right. So we're going to start with 2014. Um, the Oscar- yeah. The, I did the last five years from 2019. So um, the Oscar winner for Best Picture in 2014 was Birdman or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. And its nominees included were American Sniper, Boyhood, The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. I guess also in this, we can also take out the, the movie that won too, but I usually don't think that's going to be the case. But what are your general thoughts here, Derek? So um... – I actually have. I've only seen Theory of Everything, mm-hmm. Whiplash, American Sniper, and The Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to watch Birdman, um, yeah. and I did not realize it had a, another title. It had a yeah. parenthetical title like "Songs," yeah. um, and I'm really glad they w- like the Birdman is the real title because "Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance" is the most pretentious title I've ever seen. Well, that's the well. I mean, not to I haven't seen it fully, but I know that's like the premise of the movie. Essentially, is that like he's like a pretentious like person or whatever. I forget mm. exa- I forget the whole details, but I I think I've seen most of the. I haven't seen Selma, and I haven't seen Boyhood. Okay, at least at least I haven't seen them in bits and pieces. Um. My vote to take out of here is American Sniper. Yeah, so Whiplash is my favorite drama of all time. I think that's the best performance my- Miles Teller has ever made, um, and J.K. Simmons is a gem in literally everything that he's in, including the Farmers Insurance commercials. Um, the Theory of Everything was great. It was a little touchy for a lot of things. I, I don't. I can't tell if it was pro ableism or not because there it's was kind of there were some. Se- There were some scenes in there that, I mean, obviously it was true to the story, but like, you know, it had some time, but obviously a great movie. I remember my sister coming home after seeing that movie and telling me um, that uh, there's this really adorable scene where he's like dancing and spinning with his girlfriend. She's like, and he's just explaining his theory of the universe to her. And it's so romantic. And I'm saying early, if a guy said to you his theory of the universe, while you were having a romantic date, I don't think you'd be spooning over (laughs) it. but um you know yeah i think american sniper as a whole uh it has it's it's fine it's, it's a good movie it has its moments um but it it just kind of dragged for a while you know i also think i would put this it's not a superhero movie by any stretch of the means but it's like one of those like action movies that like while it is based in like a real true story that uh is a very personal narrative um i think that it's it's still in that same genre of it's like basically just a lot of shooting and dramatic action. And so like you gotta you gotta really bring it to really be in that conversation. And I don't think it does that. I think it's got a lot of like you know patriotism bias that it's like oh it's about America and it's great. So we're gonna vote for it for Best Picture. You know like I just I was to say we don't want any, we don't want any military propaganda in my yeah. Movie. I was just like it's it was fine movie it was fine, but I don't think it belongs there. Sure, I can get on that. Get rid of American yeah. Sniper. Sorry, uh, who Bob. was it? Brad, not Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Was that Bradley Cooper? Was it Bradley Cooper? I need to look it up now. I don't know. All right. I'm going to read the next ones while I look it up. (laughs) I'm going to read 2015. um, The winner of Best Picture was Spotlight, and it's runner-up. This was a good year for movies. Um, The runner-ups were Big Short, The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max, Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, and Room. Okay. So it just looked it up. It is Bradley Cooper. Um, Room, phenomenal. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal. One of the best movies, movies I've ever seen. I can't believe I haven't brought it up since, uh, like, this is the first time I've ever brought it up on the podcast. It is yeah. so good. Um, the Revenant, also amazing. Leo, finally getting, his, uh, finally getting his Oscar. The Martian, Matt Damon can do no wrong, in my opinion. Yes. Um, the Big Short, also very incredible. I have not seen Bridget of Brooklyn, or Spotlight, but I can guarantee you all of them are infinitely better than Mad Max Fury Road. First of all, Brooklyn amazing movie really good. it's i've it's, always butcher her name but it's Ronin is in it um and she's like unbelievable in that movie uh and big short awesome never saw bridge of spies spotlight was really good i think that was it sh- i don't think it should have won necessarily compared to someone like the revenant but what is mad max Fury road even about i can tell i can tell you the plot right now tell me right now so there's a king above like a wasteland uh, civilization Sure. That has a bunch of wives, and the people need water. And so, um, who even Tom Hardy uh, decides? Hey, I'm gonna go get the water, and he steals some wives. Steals, they stow steal away with him, whatever. And he goes to get, try to get the water with his like soup up car across the wasteland. And the king's like, heck no, nah, you got to stop him. So he sends his people after him. And uh, then there's there's a chase scene for about an hour. Oh. And then they get to where they think the water was. And it's not there. And they find out the water was underneath the city. So they go back. <laughs> and that's the movie. Why is that loosely the plot of Madagascar? <laughs> Dude, it's like, I, I understand if there are, like, th- there's some tone behind it of, like, some kind of, repra- some kind of like metaphor mm. of, of civilization's But it's dumb. It's a bad movie. It's a two-hour chase scene and people ate it up. It's a bad movie. I mean, it's the the same concept again as what I just said. Like, if you're just going to be action and and fighting for three hours, you got to actually, like, bring it. You know what I mean? Like, actually make it, like, the best. But I also like remember it being just, it came out and there was a group of people, like you said, who were like, this is amazing. And some people were like, why did I just spend money to watch that? Like, it's not, I could watch Transformers for free at home and it's the same thing, essentially. It's like, it's, there's a reason that, um there's a reason that some, like most of the memorable parts about most like superhero movies aren't the fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Like there's not, I think the best, one of the best uh, scenes in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe is when, uh, Peter and Liz are riding to homecoming with Adrian driving them and when oh, he finds so out weird. that Peter Spider-Man, that's an incredible scene and it has no punching or fighting in it at all. Yeah. I read a review on this movie when it first came out that it said, um, the director made a two hour action sequence and made it entertaining. It was an hour and 45 minutes of explosions and driving and 15 minutes of plot. And a not interesting plot at that. That's not a good. That shouldn't even been considered. It's got like a ninety-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Don't get it. it should not even be considered. Bad, bad director. Bad. Awful um, movie. Awful movie. Moving on to twenty sixteen. Maybe the quickest choice. We. I don't, actually. I don't know. I don't know if you're going to be off the cuff here and immediately just get rid of this movie that we both don't like. No, I am. Um, <laughs> but twenty sixteen. Well, okay. Twenty sixteen. The the winner was Moonlight, which was a uh, you know how it started versus how it's going meme if i've ever seen one yeah. uh and then the runner-up were arrival fences hacksaw ridge hell or high water hidden figures la la land lion and manchester by the sea so uh arrival, pretty good okay. uh, hidden figures i have not watched but everybody says it's incredible um, right. and i need to watch it it's on disney plus so i should yeah oh uh, it is i don't know that. i think so That's um a- Ma- manchester by the sea uh fine I, it's one of those movies that like, if I was a film aficionado, I would probably appreciate it. more. Or like an somebody. indie buff. You'd be like, Hell yeah. right. I'd probably like it a lot more. La La Land. I have my opinions about La La Land. I think we did a seven things I hate about La La Land. We did. We, we did. It's like, and just to like reiterate what we talked about there. I think I, I might've said this, but I've said this a million times, like off the show there. The only reason that movie was as successful as it was, was because Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone were the leads. Yeah, if that's, they that's why I two, had to cast them. If they got no, two no-name actors like, to, to make this movie their breakout role, it would have tanked. It would have absolutely tanked. Um, I think that um, – what's, what's the movie of Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga? A Star is Born. That did it a little bit better, and I think it would have still been fine without, um, without uh, the star-studded cast that it had. But, like, there's a reason why they're casting these super famous people. Yeah, you know, Um La, La Land had a plot that was, well, we talked about it, white man saving jazz, what, what in the Weird. actual hell, and Dude the ending, well. I think, made me the most annoyed because it was the cop out ending. It was, it was, I think it was supposed to be a subversion of expectations, um, but they don't end up together. But just because it's 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 the same thing as why people hated uh, season eight of Game of Thrones. Just because it subverted your expectations doesn't mean it was good. It doesn't. Mean, it wasn't an effective use of that tactic. The Red Wedding, incredible subversion of expectations. Arya killing the Night King, terrible subversion of expectation. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. I, so, I think also yeah, like, I think yeah, like to. They hired, they they cast the two of them because like it was supposed to only be like an indie festival movie that wasn't supposed to go very far. And then it like took off, partially because I think that because there were big name actors in it, uh, then people like realize like how like interesting a movie musical can be. However, as far as movie musicals go, no dice like it's not yeah. that great um so i i have no problem getting rid of that the fact really? that it oh, the fact that they thought it won <laughs> is a problem yeah, in and out of it so well, i think i really commend brian gosling for learning how to play the piano for that movie because it was great like he was, thought, he was so talented i thought his performance in the movie was good i think his characterization was bad oh yeah no this is not to the fault of any of the actors like this, yeah. the, i i well i i compared it to um the greatest showman when it first came out because in the greatest showman the music is infinitely better yeah, the plot is actually a little coherent, mm-hmm. and and not necessary not necessary to a movie. There's a happy ending, but what is necessary to a movie, there's character development. I mean, yeah. P.T. Barnum isn't gr- a great person, not a great character, but he went through the stages. He was poor. He wanted what he saw. What he wanted, he got it. He realized he screwed a bunch of people over to get it, and he uh, rec- or he uh, reconciled with those people exactly a basic uh, character synopsis but it it's a good it's a good one there's a reason why it's a trope yeah meanwhile sebastian was kind of an a-hole oh yeah kind of got over it and then just went back to his ways oh yeah (laughs) yeah anyway um la la land goodbye you should not have been in that conversation ever 2017 we have the winner shape of water then we also have call me by your name darkest hour dunkirk get out Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, which I've never heard of, The Post, and three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri sounds like a um, it sounds like a short story that a college student turned in for like a final, <laughs> <laughs> like your um, um, uh, like intro to creative writing class. <laughs> yeah. Uh, out of all of these, I think I, I mean just because, like I said, I'm not a film buff. Whatever, I think I would have picked Get Out to win it. I've seen The Shave of Water, it's it's fine. I never saw um, it. Um had no interest. Dunkirk or not Dunkirk, sorry. Lady Bird was very good. Call me by your name. Probably probably the worst one on this list, and if I'm being perfectly honest, is in terms of a film, but in terms of my personal taste, get Dunkirk out of there. Why's that? I don't like war movies. There. That's that, that's just, they don't interest me at all. They, sure. Like, since I don't think a single war movie to me will ever um, match up to Saving Private Ryan. Sure, yeah, not a, mean, that's a classic. There's not a whole lot of interesting ta- like stories you can tell with the war because it's been done in a million different fashions. And like, it, 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 I think you can tell interesting stories with the war as a backdrop. Yeah. but you take away the war, and you just got to put the character in another setting. And not a whole lot changes in my opinion. I think the well, I think the best story ever told about a war is Avatar The Last Airbender because there's the antagonist of that show is the war. But other than that, what, what is it, what is interesting about that movie? I don't, I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell you, like, I couldn't give you a plot synopsis right now. And I've seen it like three times. It's an interesting. It's interesting you say that. I mean, what I would. So I like this movie. I like Dunkirk better than 1917. Let me just put that out there right now. They're I also don't like 1917. They're so different, words, <laughs> mind you. But like, what I appreciate about Dunkirk is the ability to make a movie where they say approximately like 25 words the whole movie. Um, like they don't talk, and I think that literally just drama. I forget who directed it, but it was someone famous. Um, keep, keep but talking. they literally just dramatized. Not even dramatized, they just put a historical event on screen and let the drama of the moment speak for itself. Um, and I think that like the, the movie's use of like sound and noise and like that ticking clock that was constantly ticking the entire movie like really get you on edge um, and like your your blood boil starts up your blood pressure goes up a little bit. Um, so I think that it's effective it was effective in just taking something that literally happened, putting it on screen and adding some some side elements to make you be like, I know what's going on mostly, but like that's also like war itself. Is you, if you're in a war, you just you, you don't got a clue what's going on half the time. It's just like you're just you're there. So I understand your point that it's not great. I was going to advocate to get rid of the post. I haven't seen it, so like if if you have a very strong opinion against it's, it, I mean I haven't seen Call Me by Your Name to like know if you've seen, if you if it's really that bad out of all these or not. But the post was like i mean it's a historical fiction piece about watergate like it's nothing amazing and like tom hanks and meryl streep are in it and like they're good because they're tom hanks and meryl streep right. but like i saw the movie and i was like that was a good movie like eh. yeah. <laughs> i was just like that's that was good like it was it was a historical drama like it's they're not going to change a heck of a lot whereas like a movie like dunkirk they, they just put what happened on screen and then added some elements to make it like you were to, like put you in in the actual like area at the time you know what i mean right i think i think another point i have with dunkirk is um similar to 1917 with the with the one shot gimmick and it is a gimmick uh because it was actually like 20 30 shots which is still impressive i mean stringing together 33 minute or 30 like four minute shots for a movie that's impressive you needed that to make the the media compelling Mm. you know if that, if Dunkirk had told its story out loud the entire time, it wouldn't have been interesting because it would have been all telling, no showing um, because you took it, scaled it back and you were able to like see the story rather than hear the story. It made it a tiny bit more interesting, but the story I don't think would have been interesting if it didn't like, if you read that book, it would have been terrible. If you like, I think you could have, I think that kind of format works a lot better as like you ever watch band of brothers. no, I need to watch it. Though. Highly recommend it. Yeah, um, that's another piece of like war, uh, war media that I actually kind of enjoy. Um, but it, it's it's I don't want to say it's a crutch, but it is a gimmick. So that's well, I, I mean, but do you think when you so do you think that that means it's like it's overused, or do you think that it mean, like it means like um, it doesn't act, like it's not a, a cinematic choice because I so think like, a cinematic choice can still make it good. I'm gonna compare it to um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World uh weirdly it, it's gonna be a jump but there's there's points in that movie where the um in between like jump cuts to characters where it's like a shot reverse shot um it'll it'll show a character's face there'll be okay there's one scene that i'm thinking of in particular it's uh when have you seen it uh, Scott, yeah, yeah. It's when Scott and Knives are at the record store when Scott's about to break up with her, and yeah. he, she's talking about how much she 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 likes being with him, blah, blah blah. And he said, "I think we should break up" or whatever. And then it cuts back to Knives, and immediately the um, background is just a black screen. And that happens a lot. Like there's sometimes where like a different cut and something in the background changes, or there's a different cut and like like uh, Ramona comments on Scott's shaggy hair, and then the very next cut he's wearing a hat. And so it's like it's stuff like that where. Jump cuts and like uh, continuity gags are used effectively, but it doesn't the, the story, the story and the the tale itself doesn't hinge on it. And so, when I compare that to Dunkirk, where the story hinges on it being silently told, I, I think that kind of takes away from it. So gimmicks aren't necessarily a bad thing, but that's a, that's a bad gimmick. I see. I see that was, I see the distinction. Okay, yeah. we can get rid of it. I don't, I'm not going to die on the, (laughs) okay, cool. Like the most amazing movie. It does have Harry Styles in it though. And I am a new Harry Styles fan. Uh, Katie, Katie shared with me some, with some tracks that I should listen to. And Harry Styles is good. I've listened to Adore You and Golden so far. And I've never listened to that album. Oh, I've thoroughly enjoyed both of them so far. Oh my God. That whole, wait till you get to the end. The end songs are really good. Okay, cool. Anyway, (laughs) I'm a Harry Styles stan. I love his music. Um, 2018, I'm very, I very have a a, a stark opinion about this. So the winner was Green Book. Good movie. Um, You all said Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. The movie that, in my opinion, that yeah, does not belong here is Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I, I would say I, I think I had a I had an argument between Bohemian Rhapsody and Black Panther, but as a whole, black with with the gripes I do have with Black Panther, it's yeah. still a better movie than Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody is like it's it's another movie musical done poorly you know what I mean and like yeah it's it's one of those like um like like the movie around the universe where they just take a bunch of Beatles songs and turn it into a script right this isn't exactly that but it's close and I think that um Rami Malek does a good job as Freddie Mercury really good and the acting's pretty good in the movie but the whole movie if you're gonna get that much stuff wrong like, (laughs) like you shouldn't be in the conversation for best picture when like a third of your information is incorrect in a historical like drama. That's also a musical. You know what I mean? I was like, and it, it just was not coherent and cohesive at all. And it was just like, ugh. I think, well, I watched, I saw the uh, trailers for this movie. I love Rami Malik. I think he's an incredibly talented performer. Um, when I saw the trailers for this movie, I knew I wasn't going to like it and I watched it and I didn't like it. And I don't know. I don't know exactly what it was. I can't pinpoint certain things I like about it. What you said. Yeah. That, that, Obviously, like adds to my distaste for it it's just it wasn't interesting to me and then when rock the trailers for Rocket Man came out again, love taron Egerton he's a great actor, a great singer. I just didn't care about it I think if you're going to try to tell the story of like a um, like a a musician that had like crazy influence, there's two movies I actually haven't seen either of them, but I really want to watch them uh, yesterday, I think is the name of it the one yeah. where the Beatles never existed except for one guy remembers him yeah. and he like revives music with them and then the other one i don't even remember the title of it but it's about the um the uh indian british kid uh, uh who has no movie. direction and he discovers bruce springsteen springsteen that's what it is and oh my god i want to see it so bad i remember i was in the movie theater with my dad because we were we went to see spider-man uh, far from home and uh, that movie trailer came up, and I looked over at him. I'm just like, "Do you like Bruce Springsteen?" And he looked back at me and went, "Did you just ask me if I like The Boss?" And I'm like, okay, "Excuse me, excuse me." <laughs> hey, don't you question anyone that was alive <laughs> during the '80s? The Boss, the Boss. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Bohemian you can get out of there. Yeah. Um. Also, to anyone who's ever who's listening, um, if you've never seen Black Landsman, go watch it immediately after this because it's really good. Black Landsman's great. Um, 2019, the one movie where Adam Driver is actually decent. <laughs> um 2019 the winner was parasite and we also had four v ford v ferrari the irishman jojo rabbit joker little women marriage story 1917 once upon a time in hollywood going through each of these ford v ferrari good yeah i don't want to say great good, good. the irishman boring bad mood. Thought- three hours long and didn't even need to be 50 minutes yeah. jojo rabbit phenomenal yeah, I still have to watch it, but I've heard great things. Me and Joe and Katie watched it just on a whim, whim one Saturday. Holy crap, that movie. Yeah. Um, Joker, also incredible. Me and Joe watched it on a whim one evening, and we had to watch the regular show for the next month to, like, recover <laughs> mentally from it. Because we watched Uncut Gems, and then, like, two days later, we watched Joker, and we we're like, we need some good vibes. <laughs> like, you get, we need to stop watching all this death and destruction. <laughs> <laughs> Little Women, haven't seen it, but... I mean, I've seen nothing awesome. but good things about awesome it. movie. 1917. Not my personal thing. I can understand why people enjoy it, though. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's Tarantino. Guy never misses. And that movie slaps. It's good. Marriage Story. <laughs> Quite possibly one of the worst Netflix films I've ever watched. I haven't watched a lot. It's better than Tall Girl. It's better than Tall the Boys I've loved before. That's pretty much it. <laughs> And if if those are and so in a, I was getting, when I first made this list I was like I was like dang the Irishman shouldn't be on this list but then I went. Marriage Story is also on this list. I was like, no, because I was like, The Irishman is just three hours of fast talking. That's all it is. And that's what, and that's a lot of times these movies that get nominated are just because the script moves fast when people speak. Yes. And when they have long speeches, they're like, oh, good movie. And I'm like, that's not how that works at all. Um, but Marriage Story is just so bad. Like it's just unironically a horrible film. There, there are stories that I think are interesting. There are stories that ca- should be told because they're not really told in uh, that kind of media. It's like people getting married young and having a kid and like trying to stay together to maintain the relationship and realizing it's toxic for both. Of them. that's an interesting, like that, like that ha- happens to a lot of people, several people. Um, but when your most interesting story, or most interesting scene involves Adam driver, lightly punching a drywall and then telling his <laughs> wife that he wishes she was dead and ends with him crying in her arms what (laughs) that when that first when that first scene then that scene like first came on to um twitter i thought it was a joke i thought it was an snl skit it was (laughs) terrible it was so bad yeah it's a bad movie and both of them both of them got nominated for um for uh for best actor and actress i don't know why i i don't know i just like like yeah the the academy can have up to 10 movies nominated like go with nine Yeah, like, oh yeah. I if you I can't I, find one just leave it out. The only other things I've seen Adam Driver in, I've seen it I saw him in Black Klansman, obviously, um the Star Wars movies and then in a like a random one called Francis Ha where he played like a kind of a minor role and I, he was fine in them. He was good. I don't think he's a phenomenal actor but he's pretty good. Um Scarlett Johansson is I thought she was an okay actress until I saw um Endgame and Jojo Rabbit. She is so good in jojo rabbit i was watching yeah. her like scarlett johansson can do this so um i have seen her in other stuff too where she was really good in it as well so like did just I think she, bad though i think she yeah, i think she could have like gotten some other awards just not for that movie and i don't blame them again i don't blame the actors for this the writing was horrible so yeah. who, direct, who was in charge of that movie it was someone i forget who it was someone popular i have no idea them. but it's 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 the same reason i don't blame andrew garfield for the amazing spider-man movies yeah because he's a great actor phenomenal actor and he loves spider-man and that happened wasn't his fault literally bad disservice to other movies those other movies to have it in that list that was at you denby (laughs) (laughs) oh denby we love you you just misguided a little bit anyway um yeah so I i don't have a transition for this next part i'm just gonna go into it um I love talking about movies, but uh, a good part of... I was not going to do it. I'm not even going to try. Yep. Um, (laughs) Segways are weird. Segways are dumb. Um, So Derek, we all know how much we miss going out. COVID is a thing. It's, um, it's really unfortunate we can't like, you know, have like a Saturday night out at the bar or whatever and like dance music, have a good time, et cetera. So what I thought would be nice is to look forward to the future to when we can eventually in, you know, however many X months or years um, can go back out and have an evening out with your friends and listen to cool music and dance a little bit. So what I want to do is I'm taking an idea that Maya gave me, but amending it a little bit. So what we're doing is we're going to make the ultimate going out bar playlist for each of us. However, there are some restrictions. Oh God, um, You get 22 slots that you get to order songs because, listen, you get 22 oh slots, you get to order songs in. However, you can only choose from the songs that were number one in the country on the day you were born for every year of your life. Oh my God. So, so we're just going through our, we're going through our um, birthday playlists. Basically, I just wanted to put a restriction on it and make it a little difficult. Okay. Um, so, I'm going to reveal them one by one to each of us. And you have to tell me what number slot you would like it in. And once you put it in there, you can't move it. Oh, this is fun. Okay. Yeah, you can't move it. So, if you pick something to go number four and you want another song to go number four, too late. You already picked it. Now, a couple of these in the beginning, I don't know if you're going to know them. So, like, we can pause for like two seconds for you to look them up and listen to them. Probably will only be for the first like four. Yeah. Because I already looked up some, I had to look up like three or four of mine because I just didn't know what they were. I'm sure I'll know them. I just don't know the titles. Right. So, and usually um, while you're listening to yours, I'll probably just reveal mine and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So, Derek, your first song, uh, the week, these are all from the Billboard Hot 100 official site going through their like archives. Your first song is Can't Nobody Hold Me Down by Puff Daddy. Jesus, Diddy had some names. Um, this is this is a good song. I just listened to the intro because I didn't know the title of it, but of course it's good. But I feel like there's going to be better ones coming through the next few years. So I'm gonna put and this is like ranking one to twenty-two best right. to worst. Right. Ah, damn. Um, I'm gonna put that at thirteen. Okay. Thirteen, just just dropping it right below uh, right below average. You started off with that with a with a good one. Uh, mine is horrible. Um, it's "Candle in the wing slash "Something About the Way You Look Tonight" by Elton John. Which, if you don't know what that is, it is a memoriam song to Princess Diana. <laughs> it is the most depressing song I've ever heard. Oh, bump it, bump it. it That's my jam. Yeah. <laughs> so it is going twenty two. <laughs> oh no, last. It, it cannot be there. Did this you is- have to do this because you're not twenty three yet? Yeah, you only... so much younger than me. Yeah, I know, because t- December 2020 hasn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> and it might never happen. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, man? Um, all right, your next song from 1998. Getting Jiggy With It by Will Smith. Na, 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 na. Um, God, I didn't know that was that old. Yes. Because he was Will Smith at this point. He wasn't still uh, Fresh Prince. I think so. Oh, man. Have you ever listened to like any of the old Fresh Prince albums? Yeah. I love it. (laughs) It's so bad. Um, Getting Jiggy With is fine. I don't think I like it as much as Can't Nobody Hold Me Down though. So I'm going to drop it at 15. Okay. 15. My next song is... I'm Your Angel by R. Kelly, yikes, Dude. and Celine Dion, Canadian Dude. icon. You're getting screwed. I know. This one, also not good. So this one's going to be at 21. I guess like songs, just like good songs don't really come out in the, around the holiday season. You're because you're Yours is starting to get like towards, ironically enough, none of mine were Christmas songs, I don't think, which was weird. That is uh, weird. But maybe it was like new song. I don't know. I was going to say, I bet, if, I bet if you were born a little later. Like a week later, it would be. Yeah all i want for you just every year in a row uh all right Derek, number three for you from 1999 believe by share you said that i was getting good you get i mean you started with some good ones this one's like uh, i'm gonna bet that there's t- at least two songs worse than this song on my list so i'm gonna put it at 19 or er, 20 20 yeah okay my third song from, two, from 1999 is Smooth by Santana and Rob Thomas. Holy crap, that's, that's a banger. This, I've heard this played, I think, at Cornerstone like 12 times, and it's awesome every time. So I think I'm going to lock this in at number five. I'm down with that. That song is so good. They, they did you that at it, like... They did that at like the show. I was used to be in high school. I went back one year just to watch it, and I was jamming. Oh yeah, my god, yeah. I love that Ball song! So good, it's so good. All right, your song from the new millennium, the year two thousand, is "Say My Name" by Destiny's Child. No one is around you, baby Um, it's a good song. I don't think I want to jam to it though. I, I, it's a vibe song for me. Yeah. Um, I'll put that at twelve. I feel like it's a good. Like we're doing like a baseball batting lineup. <laughs> To slot you in at 13 uh all right my song from 2000 is independent woman part one by destiny's child oh wow yeah that was a they, I, they were dominating the scene <laughs> they were uh, beginning and end of the year um this one was like fine I, I think i'm gonna go with the with a 16 on this it was like okay Damn. Yeah. it wasn't the worst thing i've ever heard um okay yours from 2001 butterfly by crazy town which i've never heard of yep i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and get some uh but butterfly. All right, while you're, oh, while you're. A little hearing in the back. Oh my God. I, that, I forgot. I didn't know who that was. It's the come my lady. Come, come my lady. You know, is that really what that is? Holy crap. That's like, that's like six. Wow. That's like six for All me. Right. I love that song. That's your, that's your highest one yet. Come my lady. Come my pretty baby. I make you legs shake. You make They're me go a crazy. True, a true one. hit wonder. <laughs> I just heard like the intro, like <laughs> i'm like oh wait a minute <laughs> i love that right. song my song from 2001 family affair by mary j blige also Ooh. kind of also kind of you don't know who mary j blige is? I, no the song i don't i if i heard it i'd probably know it but titles. i'm gonna this one's also another slow boring one so i'm gonna put it at, at 20 because you are like, vibing with um hang on you're vibing with uh uh memorials uh convicted felons yeah and mary j blige <laughs> <laughs> with with santana thrown in the middle which you know th- honestly this be, that'll save it That'll this, save is, it. this would be we'd get to song number to like 20 and it'd be like all right we gotta we gotta bounce we yeah can- this, is, this is a net this is a net positive playlist so far yeah. <laughs> all right your song from 2002 is ain't it funny by j-lo and ja rule um 17 sure That's what's gonna whatever. get interesting is when we get towards the end towards songs that we know like from from like middle school and stuff is gonna be like ooh, that was so good but like which is why i'm like trying to knock is, out, like, the out the out lower numbers <laughs> <laughs> okay mine from 2002 i think Ron, is lose yourself by eminem which like i that was don't- 2001 I don't want to hear this when I'm going out. No, that's not a going out song. This is just like a, like a, it's a, it's a vibe song, but it's really aggressive. Um, This is, this is to get the white people excited. Yeah. And, and for that reason alone, I'm going to put it at 15. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, 2003, Derek, you have into club by 50 cent. (laughs) Uh, that's a seven. That's a solid seven. It's good. (laughs) Like there's a reason it's called into club. I love Uh, that song. I can't wait for all those people to roast me for saying "in duck club. <laughs> club." In duck club, there's a reason we're not allowed to say this. Yeah, um, 2003 for me is "Stand Up" by Ludacris featuring uh, yeah. featuring Shauna. This one was actually a good song when I listened to it. I liked it, um, so I'm gonna get. I'm gonna put it at ten. 2004, Derek. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Oh, I love this song. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, by Ludacris and Lil John. Fun fact shouting out my lovely mother um, this used to be her cell phone ringtone Oh, <laughs> so it would go off in the grocery store people oh, would be boy. jamming it was awesome um i'm gonna put that at number five Ooh, number five. i mean it's it's always a crowd pleaser when in i the come in club with my homies. all right here we go mine is drop <laughs> it like it's hot so <clears throat> <throat> This is a – what do I – this is – I feel like it's a solid 12. This has That's to be – That's a good like, song. It's, like, not amazing, but, but it's, like, time. when it comes out, everyone's like, yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> we right. want the best week because we got it going on. <laughs> Me listening to that when I was, like, 10 years old, not even yeah. knowing what drugs were. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yours, yours next up from 2005, Candy Shop by 50 Cent and Olivia. Man, these are getting good. Um, I'm going to put that at number – what haven't I used? I'm put that at number four. No. I already done 12. 11. I thought you meant four isn't in like the number. Four. No, I was going to put 14, but I don't know if I wanted it that low. God. All right. Mine, 2005, is Run It by Chris Brown. Ooh. <laughs> Another yikes, man. Another yikes, but the song itself is good. Let's separate the art from the artist here. Yeah. Um, this one, I think, is a 14 for me. Solid. 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 Moving on. <laughs> yeah, solid. No further discussion. Um, 2006, Derek, you have So Sick by Neo. Love that song. 21. <laughs> really? I don't want to be hearing that when I'm out, dude. That's a great song, but I don't want to be crying over you. <laughs> I'm trying to get drunk. Amazing, amazing <laughs> singing there. <laughs> All right. Uh, mine for 2006 is I Want to Love You by Akon, oh, featuring Sweet Dog, which is a great song. Yeah. um this is going to be a seven. I see you whining. Convict music. Oh, man. Great. I forgot about Convict. Or okay. um, two thousand. What did I say? Six, 2007 for you, Derek. It starts with Glamorous from Fergie featuring Ludacris. Three. This song is phenomenal. Oh, what a yeah. good song. i got a lot left. G. <laughs> oh, my God. Flying First Class up in the sky. Bro. Yeah, dude. Um, mine from 2006. No One by Alicia Keys. <laughs> oh, No no uh, <laughs> so sad um this is a 19 yeah you don't good want to song but i again. can't i can't listen to it man <laughs> all right yours is loving this club by usher featuring young jeezy oh man it's a i mean it's a it's, it says club in the title yeah. but i don't want to listen to it when i'm like trying to turn uh that's that's a solid 18 for me you just say like, trying to turn I meant to say trying to get turnt and then my brain kind of had a spasm and then it was just like, you're going to stop talking now. Oh my God. Anyway, mine is live your life from TI featuring Rihanna. And keep on making that paper. Just live your life. Yes. This is a, a 16. Yeah. 16. Wow. Really that low? I don't know. Like, I don't think it's like a, well, I locked it in, so I'm going to leave it there, but I could maybe 13, but I don't know if it's top 10. All right. Wow. Okay. I um, here you go, Derek. Right Round by Flo Rida. Man, the the inappropriate remix of an actually good song. Um, Yeah, it's true. Man, that's hard because I don't think I like this song, but if it came on while I I was drunk, I'd go nuts. You would. Uh, I'll put that at 10. Barely cracking the top 10. Barely cracking the top 10. Okay, fair enough. All right, mine is... Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. That's this one, one has to be, I, I'm going to call it early. This is number one. Wow, and really? So every, without fail, every time I've heard this song come on when I'm out, it is awesome. The vibe goes through the roof, and everyone loses their absolute minds over it. This Classic. was also sung in the season two premiere of Glee. Well. Fun it, fact for you. <laughs> it be all amazing, man, but it's a great <laughs> song when you're out. No, it's an r- incredible song. Yeah. Um, so I'm locking in my number one pick. Yours, Derek, is Rude Boy by Rihanna. Bad girl, Riri. Um, We're about to see a lot of Rihanna, just putting that out there. Man, tell me, Rude Boy, boy gonna get if if um, work is on this, it's going to 22. Easy, because I hate <laughs> that song. Um, I don't really like this song either, though. That's why I feel like it's just, eh. i am putting it at 16. Okay. I still got my, like, i got one and two still available. Yeah. So All right. mine I'm is raise your myself. glass by pink. Great song. Great song. Uh I haven't used three yet. I'm going to go with three. Yeah. That's a, that is a very good song. Pink is awesome. Pink I think she's underappreciated. Pink. Yeah. No one. You no. Know, yeah. She's awesome. No one. I love pink. I remember the first time I ever like really saw pink was at like in like 2002 with the kids choice awards because they slimed her with pink slime. Nice. And I was like, man, this, this girl's cool. And now I grow up and I realize she's actually an extremely talented artist. Anyways, continue. Yeah, yeah she's like, awesome. Um, your next song is Born This Way by Lady Gaga. My mama told me when I was young. Put it number eight. Put it number eight. Great song, banger. Um, too, I don't want to, I don't want to jam to it too much though because it's kind of sad. Yeah. Mine, We Found Love by Rihanna featuring Calvin oh. Harris. Now this one is a heater. That's a good one. That's a good <laughs> this one's one. one's good. I think I don't want to. I don't want to lock in my number two just yet because I don't remember what I have coming down the rest of this list. I think I'm gonna go with number six because I've used five. Ooh, okay, that's like I still have we, number one and number two. I'm scared. Yeah, I, yeah, you can do this. Your next song is "We Are Young" by Fun featuring Janelle Monae. <sighs> it's a good song tonight, but I don't want to get drunk to it. No, why would you want? Why? <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to. Man, I think this should be 21, but because that's already so sick, I'm putting this at 22. This one? It's a good song, but I don't wow. want to listen to this one at the bar. I'd put that I at like 18. Oh, well, you already did that. Um, okay, mine is. Oh, I spelled diamonds wrong. <laughs> diamonds. <laughs> diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> diamonds. <laughs> demons <laughs> Bye. rihanna i already forget what the song sounds like and i don't really love it so i think i'm gonna I'm right like a diamond yeah i just it sounds whiny i don't really like it i'm gonna go 18 nice derek your next one is harlem shake <laughs> <laughs> I forgot this was on here oh man this was number one you know because like i we laugh if this came on at a bar i'd go nuts you lose your mind. This takes me back to sophomore year of high school. I'm putting this at number two. Do the Harlem Shake. I don't want to give it number one rights, but I'll put that at number two. <laughs> I forgot that was on there. That's awesome. Man, I'm mad that you got smooth because that would be my number one easy. Oh, I mean, I I don't know. For me, Empire State of Mind, I just remember was on here. I, I probably could have gone with smooth number two, but I just like yeah. forgot what's on the rest of this list, and that's too early. Uh, okay, my next song is Royals by Lord, <laughs> which like – God. Never seen a diamond in the fair. This one's one's a... It's not good enough to be a 13, so it's a 17. Yeah. Which means I'm locking myself into some choices here at the end. Uh, Your next song, Derek, is Happy by (laughs) Pharrell Williams. Pharrell? Pharrell. A song song that's like 18 minutes long, but it's actually three. Yeah, that's true. (sighs) Wait, so what do I have left? I use 22, (laughs) use 21, 20... I can use 19. 19. I don't think I hate it that much though. No, you know, I do 19. I don't like happy. I think it's, it's repetitive. It gets old it's, after yeah, the first after, listen. I don't want to after hear about it. 40 seconds. You're like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I I if you know, blank space by Taylor Swift. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, and I've used in 16 through have i used i've used 14 through 22 so this is fun i was about to say if Um, i want to hear a taylor swift song i want to hear like shake it off that'd probably break the top 10 for me but yeah probably i'm trying to see what so i haven't used two four eight nine okay this is going 13 because that's the highest i can go I'm (laughs) i'm pretty sure right i'm looking at this uh yeah, I can't use anything after fourteen. Yeah. Oh well, um, Derek, you're up next. You have Uptown Funk. You're wow. la- mm. I, <sighs> I personally think it's a fine going on. No, it's good. I think it's really good. I, I don't want to put it at number one though. What what top tens do I have? I have one, three. No, I have one, four. Nine? I have one four. What about nine? Oh, and nine. I'm going to put it at nine. I'll put it at nine. It's good. I like it a lot. It's, it's fun. Um, takes me back to some good times. Yeah. Bruno Mars is talented too. Yeah. Um, mine is hello by Adele. Ah! Good God. This list is terrible. Um, hello. well, okay. So I've used, so I have two, four, eight, nine, and 11. Do I have 11 still? Uh, you do. Oh, how did I forget 11? Oh, well, that's going on at 11 yeah because like i feel like when you're, i feel like when you're drunk like it's not a it's not it's not a great going out song but if they played it like just to slow the mood a little bit like all the drunk idiots would just start screaming it dude like, the the week it came out i there was a girl on my floor that loved that song and dude. she would play it on repeat for hours oh god it got old <laughs> yikes anyway your next song is work damn it <laughs> no <laughs> i forgot it was on. The i list. knew it ah oh god what's my lowest one um, I don't think I've used, no, I have used 19. Dang it, 17. Your lowest, your lowest is 15? No, you no I've used 14? 15. Yeah, I'll put it 14. Man, I hate that song. Oh, that's rough for you. The first time it. I ever heard that song, no, I remember I was in my friend's room. I was playing video games and I was not paying attention to what music was being played. And I heard the chorus and I turned around and said to him, Zach, am I having a stroke? <laughs> Like, dude. Oh man, that song's bad. I I don't I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Um, bad. My song is Black. Be- I don't even know what this is. Black Beatles. I think you would know it. Hang on. I don't know what this is. Let me let me. Black Beatles. Black Beatles. It's a, it's uh, Gucci Mane, right? Yeah. Oh, that oh, girl's the oh, real oh, cloud pleaser. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I I've heard that a million times. and never knew what it was called. Um, this one. What do I have? Four. Eight, nine, uh, and 10, right? No, I use 10. Four, six, eight, nine, whatever. Um, I'm going to put this at nine. It's a niner for me. I think I, I, have, have, each I have, each have. each have three left. I'm trying to figure I out what I have. One, four, one, two, th- I used two. I've used three. I've used five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10 eleven 12 thirteen 14 15 16 seventeen 18 19 20 21 22. wait I've used I've used everything except for one and four hold on One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's because there are 23. Okay, cool. Damn it. <laughs> okay, so no, then, guys- put, then put work at 23. Put work okay. at 23. <laughs> okay, I'll let you do that. Um, so then I, so you have one and four. Uh, I have one, four, and 14 now. 14, and I have uh, two, oh, God, two, uh, eight, and 23. Or can't nobody hold me down in candle in the wing? wind um, uh, 1997. Oh. I uh, say what? Was Candle in the Wind 1997? Yeah, it was. Yeah, you included year zero. That's why there's 23. Oh, that makes sense. That's Whatever. why there's 23. Okay. Whatever. Um I'm going to ch- I'm going I want to change this one to 23. <laughs> I want to change it even though it. Did... <laughs> I'm sure there's a You know what? No, you let me change mine. I'll let you do that, okay, but so that's, that's the only one. So, so I'll keep 22. Yeah. That's the only one. Okay. Um your next song <laughs> is Shape of You by Oh Eddie. one 1 yeah, that's one. a good one. A I good love one. that song. It's an easy one. Easy. Ed Sheeran is one of the most talented men on this planet, if you Correct. ask me. And that song so is gas. Yes. Um, my song is "Rockstar" by Post Malone featuring Twenty One Savage. That for me is. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock it in at two. Really, I'm gonna put that as a two because because I remember one of these songs that's left. It's not a two, but I think it's the eight slot. And I the other one's just gonna be twenty two because I have another option. I had a coworker. Well, rockstar is uh, a good song when you go out. It's a good one. I had a I had a coworker when I was in high school, and he well, not in high school. I guess I was like a freshman or sophomore in college, and he was talking to me about how um, music is different nowadays because things fade from the mainstream so fast that we're, there probably aren't going to be any like anthems of our generation. And we were trying to decide like what our anthems would be, and the first thing he said was Rockstar, and I'm like, okay, I I, I can't talk to you about, I don't know about that one. <laughs> it's it's hard when you go out, but I don't know about that one, man. That's a bad take. Uh, okay, your next song, two to go, is God's Plan by Drake. I'm scared because I want to put this at four, but I have no idea what's last. Because, well, it's, it's that high up solely for She Said, to, she said Do You Love Me, that yeah. part. That's four. That's four. I'll put it at okay. four. I'll, I'll surrender myself okay. to 14 and whatever's That's last. Okay. My next song, two from the bottom, is Sicko Mode by Travis Scott. <laughs> I think th- this one for me, this is a 22. I don't think it's like, like I and I don't feel bad putting it there at all. Like, Yeah, it's, no, it's not a good song. <laughs> it's not that great. You can't really, there's no like signature line I don't really remember except for like in the beginning, you know? You know, like, I put this at 24 because it was the song that completely teased us for uh, getting the bubble bowl during the super uh, bowl this year. Oh my! I've never been more angry. I've never been more let down or betrayed. Anyway, um your last song, Derek, is Seven Rings by Ariana Grande. Uh, okay, yeah, that's a good solid 14. That's a 14. There's so many more good Ariana Grande songs that I'd prefer to listen to. Seven Rings yeah. is good. I don't want I don't want to sound like I'm saying that that's bad, yeah. but it's not a going out song. Mine that is last that is the number 8 slot is Circles by Post Malone. Okay. that i feel like is an eight is an eight or it's not a good enough to be a two i don't think but it's good enough to be an eight solid solid so let, me, let me reorganize these lists so we can tweet them out later wow oh my god you're using excel well this is google sheets but oh whoops i went the wrong way oh, <laughs> i did the wrong. i'm gonna stop sharing so you can't see this <laughs> um because i did this i like i know how to do this but oh that's what i did wrong i love excel dude i don't get to use it nearly as much as i would like to which makes uh, me sound like a, the worst person ever. But. You sound like such a dweeb when you say that. Hey, man, I'm an engineer. It, it shows me. Okay. Anyway, ooh, that's actually, ooh, that's a nice playlist right there, Derek. I think we have to make these playlists now. I think we should. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe we should make yours and not mine. <laughs> mine we have, to, like, make we have to make both. to to make mine is horrible. <laughs> anyway, um, so, Derek, that was all we had to talk about today. But before we go, we're going to talk about some football. Yeah, uh, um, we've got uh, about – we're about 55, 53 minutes in, so we're going to kind of roll through this. I believe in us. Um, but – This was an annoying week in the NFL. Much better week than last week. Actually, no, it really wasn't. Um, it was a better week for me. Uh, I'm nine and Hunter and I are both nine and four so far Katie with at eight and five Katie did pick one game that both of us got wrong that would be New Orleans stomping on Tampa Bay that was a historically bad game and Worst I don't want I don't want to I don't want to you know count my chickens uh, but we all have picked New England over New York uh, Jets tonight I swear if this if they lose this game I'm thinking we're going to be going ten and four, ten and four and nine and five, so um, I actually have yet to ask Katie about her picks for next week, so I'm gonna have to I do know. that. But um Hunter, starting strong, going down the line. The Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans.: um, This is actually more so a which defense is going to like the Colts defense is good. But it's more so, will the Colts' defense outperform the Tennessee offense? And right. I don't think that they will. I'm going to take Tennessee in this game. I am also going to take Tennessee for those. Also, because Philip Rivers is just so wild card. He is hot and cold and yes and no and in and out and up and down. That is for you, Katy Perry fans there. Hunter, Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Cincinnati is going to keep this one tight because it's a division game but pittsburgh is gonna win
1: yeah it, it's no
0: burrow's probably gonna have like 400 yards passing but they're gonna win i don't know what happened to pittsburgh uh yesterday but i think i was talking to tyler and i think they just overlooked the opponent and they, yeah. they typically do that like tomlin teams typically have one game where they should just smoke the hell out of an opponent and then just like all either lose or barely win they did that with philadelphia earlier in the year season two speaking of which Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Giants. Uh, Giants are not as good as the Wolf made them look this week. I'm going with Philadelphia. I would also go with Philadelphia. Also, Daniel Jones is four or five wins have come against Washington, so I wouldn't put much stock in yeah, it. Yeah, no, Washington. I almost turned the game off after that muff punt because I'm like, well, that's we're going to beat ourselves. Um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars at the Green Bay Packers. I don't care who Jake Luton is. Um, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Um, I, I like. I said I haven't asked Katie yet for her opinion, but I'm pretty sure she'd pick Green Bay for this one. Um, the Washington Football Team at the Detroit Lions. Let's just say it's Detroit and move on. I no, actually, really. I'm gonna go with Washington. Okay, because they're gonna have Alex Smith playing, which I think is better. Um, I he's he's better mind quarterback and he wasn't thrown into the game on no reps he won't be thrown into the game on, z- on like zero starting reps this week Detroit bad like they have three wins they shouldn't have three wins like they they just are a bad team and I, I'm willing to take the bet on this that Washington's defense can pull it out you know I I'd be I'll be happy with a loss I, I don't think it's gonna happen I'll be happy with a loss in our picks I don't think Washington can pull it off but we'll see never know um Houston Texas is the Cleveland Browns this one's uh, kind of Houston- hard I don't think so. Houston's two wins have come against Jacksonville. So I'm taking Cleveland. Okay. That's okay. I was about to say, I was about to say, so what are you saying here? Okay. Horrible. I also said, said Cleveland, um, Bay bucks at the Carolina Panthers. I want to say that this week that, that the mulligan for Tampa is just against the saints. I think Carolina isn't consistent enough. So I'm confident taking Tampa again. I'm also, um, I don't think anybody expected. Well, the Saint. where did that come from? Where did that come from? Um, what, bad performance yeah the, no, the bad think. performance and the good performance from uh, the yeah, saints and the saints are always good but they i think the saints are finally turning it on yeah um next we've got the chargers at the dolphins oh i want to pick against the dolphins but the chargers just can't win games so i'm going to take the dolphins dude two a two of a, to a, a all out two a time there we go i was about to say we need to think of a we need to think of a thing two a time there we go to a uh, of yesterday <laughs> denver broncos at the las vegas raiders Um, another game. Las Vegas is annoying they're just an annoying team I think the Raiders are kind of legit I'm going with the Raiders I mean I'm going to take the Raiders too because I don't like Denver's team but (laughs) I I think that the Raiders like the Raiders are just so scrappy like they're going to be they're going to win games by like four points and it's never going to blow them out Uh, next we got the Arizona Cardinals versus the team that shall not be named (laughs) (laughs) the Buffalo Bills Buffalo Bills I what This is a tough one because the Cardinals should have beaten the Dolphins. They should have. Um, Cardinals should have beaten uh, Dallas. I'm, oh, wait, that was the Falcons. Never mind. I'm an idiot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Cardinals here because I'm not going to put much weight into Josh Allen's performance. He's playing a much better defense in Arizona. And uh, the um, offense of the if – they, if they can get to Kyler Murray, sure, but Kyler Murray runs a lot faster than Russell Wilson, so – um i'm going with buffalo uh i think josh allen's more legit than people give him credit for and he's uh there. he's like there yet. after off of off of a win like yesterday that that's gonna propel him forward um next we got the san francisco 49ers at the new orleans saints oh this, so, is, oh, this, is, this is gonna be new orleans yeah i was about to say i was about to say are you i don't know why i'm pondering this that. one <laughs> um next we got the Seattle seahawks the la rams hmm um well we've seen what can happen when a defense can get to russ and make him play bad yeah it's not they still put up 34 i don't because so he's still really good the rams always play us tough they always play us tight we have to go to los angeles um they're going to be able we there we have no pass rush they're gonna be able to run play action on us all day and we have the worst passing defense in the league (sighs) I don't want to count out Russell. What's your pick on this game? The Rams have beat the NFC East and the Bears. I'm going with Seattle. (laughs) Yeah, I'll take them in a bounce back game. It'll be really close though. Next, we've got quite possibly the hardest matchup of the week. (laughs) The Baltimore Ravens at the New England Patriots. It's Baltimore. Yeah, the Ravens. (laughs) If the Ravens don't win this game, it's uh, uh uh-oh time. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, the Monday night matchup, we've got the Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears. You know, Kirk Cousins – so the thing about the Vikings is they're winning games now because of the run game. Kirk Cousins doesn't have to do anything. He just has to throw for a measly like maybe 200 yards and a touchdown and they can win because Dalvin Cook's going to run all over. Remember when Minnesota paid him $84 million? Yeah, that was dumb. Um, But, I mean, he did take them to the playoffs two years in a row. So, like, I don't know. Anyway, um, did he take them there? I don't don't know. know. Um, Chicago's defense is going to limit cook a little bit and probably force cousins to throw a little bit more, but that Chicago offense is bad. Like just so unbelievably atrocious and they got bad culture inside. I'm taking the Vikings. All righty. I'm also taking the Vikings because Chicago is bad. Chicago is not a real. So we've got two discrepancies once more. Um, I would be happy to lose one of them. We'll yeah. see. Uh, I think you have, I think you have more faith in Alex Smith than I do. Um, I mean I didn't so I didn't see him play like most of that game. I know he was it didn't know it didn't end well but I know on a full week of practice with the starters the the Detroit defense also isn't good. He took three sacks of more than 15 yards. Again, who did you play me? You played the Giants? Yes. Like you they also the Giants always have your number for some reason so I, I that just, is true I, but so still Detroit, like I'm going Washington over Detroit I think I think with his injury he's I don't think he's been hit hard enough yet you know because yeah, like what I mean it's it's not at all comparable but I remember when I had my surgery my my uh, uh, physical therapist told me like you need to take a really big hit before your body lets you like play normally. And I didn't relieve him. And then I realized I was playing horribly and then I got rocked and I was like, okay, I, I'm not, my arm's not going to fall off. Right. So I think he needs to just take a hit. And like, I, just, I also, I just like Washington's defense better in this matchup because Matt's, Matt Stafford um, has, is being now compared to Jay Cutler being a quarterback killer. So that's where we're at or a coach killer. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> which is, that's where we're at. Um. um finally, uh, just to wrap up with current standings, Katie's fallen a little bit more, still above 500, well above 500 at 74 and 57. Uh, Hunter in second with at 85 and 46 and myself still in the lead by three games, uh, 88 and 43. One of these days, um, if I, if these double, these weeks are really we, like different two matchups and we keep splitting them. I'm like, I just need to win both of them. So I can catch you a little bit. I'm match. still pissed. Honestly, like I was just still pissed that, um, who ruined it for me? Seattle ruined my perfect week. I'm pissed about it. But whatever. I, I, still, I still got you on that one. 13-1-12-2. and, 12, and two. Whatever. Um, all right, friends. Let's go into a little crisis averted. Derek, who you got love for today? I got love for the um, nurse at Patient First in Silver Spring. I don't know if um, – I I don't think we mentioned it at all. I was, I've been holding out in my room for the past few days because I had a little bit of a fever and I was worried about COVID. So I went and got tested. Um, The nurse that I had was extremely helpful, very pleasant, um, way better than the doctor. The doctor was very rude and tried to kick me out. Um, So she was cool. Thanks nurse. Didn't catch your name, but you were cool. Um, Some shout outs to, uh, Oh, and you know, I, I have to do this. We're not a political podcast shout out to joe biden Hell yeah Um, shout out to to joe biden for uh for uh eliminating the orange um shout out to kamala harris for being the first female and the first uh african-american and the first indian-american uh vice president and uh one person deliberately uh want to give a lot of a lot of love to is katie's sister uh leslie joy um who is a true american a true patriot and um uh, just thank you for all the work that you did for making a huge impact Ooh. on this selection. I don't I know that. what I'm allowed to say or what she wants me to say, so I'm just going to say that. <laughs> if you know, you know. Okay. Um, I am sending love to all of my friends that are still in school because we're starting to hit that period of time where life gets a little crazy, a little hectic. So just hang in there. You can do it. Um, a lot of schoolwork piles up, but just take it one day at a time and you'll be okay. Um, and I'm also... Um, sending love well to you Derek because you don't have COVID which is good um, that's good um, that's about all I got today uh, so for ep- or Derek any final words um, wash your hands yes um, for episode 40 the old man episode of quarter life crisis podcast I have been your host Hunty alongside D-Rec we will catch you next week